With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. 56% of job seekers say the biggest challenge is finding a job that matches their qualifications. This according to an Express Employment Professionals Harris Poll survey. The job search can be lonely, but Express Employment Professionals can be your one connection to finding that job that fits you. Each year, hundreds of thousands of people find work through their local Express office. Find the location nearest you at ExpressPros.com. No fees for somebody seeking a job. Visit ExpressPros.com. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Hour two on this Wednesday. Still not sold on Gonzaga? Well, they have to wait until Saturday, I guess, to prove themselves again. Houston Baylor, Saturday, UCLA, and the Zags. After that, on Saturday night, we will talk to the UCLA head coach, Mick Cronin. He'll join us in a little more than an hour from now. Mike Florio from Pro Football Talk will stop by. Why is it that uh, the attorney for the accusers in the Deshaun Watson civil suit lawsuits is not turning over any evidence to the Houston Police Department? And uh, we'll talk about what Houston might be doing in softening their stance in being willing to listen to offers for Deshaun Watson. So Mike Florio will join us, and we'll talk about the 17-game schedule as well. It's finally here. It's been in the making for quite some time, but everybody agreed on the one thing, and that is the money. NFL made its 17-game schedule official yesterday, and there's a few ways you could look at it. I, I hope it's good for us, the fans. The debate about player health is more complicated, although they're going to eliminate one preseason day, game you know, don't forget that little is going to change here. The joke on Twitter yesterday was, now the Cowboys can't go 8-8, eight and eight. and uh, which is mean but true. Won't have any uh, 500 teams, or at least many. Our whole conversation about team records are going to change the single-season statistical marks. That uh, those will never be the same. Offensive numbers are already ridiculous. And now we're going to see all sorts of records fall in the coming years. And then on the field... I, we were supposed to care about health. The NFL told us to care about health. 
But the NFL is not that concerned about health, and neither is the Players Association. You know, you look at guys who started at quarterback in Week 17 of last season. John Wolford, Chad Henney, Matt Barkley, C.J. Beathard, they were on the field. And that's fine, but with an extra game, we're going to have even more backups, maybe even less to play, and like it or not, 17 games is here, here to stay. They never go back. They always go forward. And I wouldn't be surprised if somewhere, it's, you know, down the road, we're looking at 18 games and two preseason games. That's what the initial offer was. From what I was told, the NFL offered 18 games, two preseason, and then the Player Association pushed back and said 17 regular and then uh, three preseason. As far as does everybody get paid an extra check, I think you might be surprised at that answer because I don't think everybody gets an extra check playing in 17 games. But we'll talk to Mike Florio from Pro Football Talk. He'll join us coming up. Poll question, McLovin, what are we going to use this hour? Okay, uh, we asked which team would you want to be a 10th man on? And the choices were 90s UNLV, 90s Duke, 80s Georgetown, or the Fab Five team. The Fab Five is winning. All right, I'm going to take, because I didn't pick, um, which Paulie's reminded me that everybody else did. So Georgetown in the 80s, you didn't pick either, McLevin. The oh, Pac- I got Duke. I want to be on that famous Duke team. Oh, okay. Um, if UNLV had beaten Duke in that second title <laughs> game, then I would go UNLV. But I, I would take the Fab Five because, to me, that feels more of college basketball history. Like something changed when all five, starting from Michigan, were freshmen. What, I, what we saw with Georgetown and got to see that up close and personal was really impressive. Uh, and they, you know, there was this clandestine way that, that they didn't talk. The players didn't talk. You know, Georgetown was just, we're coming out here, we got business. That's the first team I really remember. This is business. Like, this is a business call. This isn't social. We're coming out. We got a job to do. And then we'll go back. This little campus in Washington, D.C. Vegas, it felt like everything was out there. You know, I, I was told a, a funny story by a former coach last night. And he said that, you know, Jerry Tarkanian at UNLV used to rail on, you know, the rules that we got to tighten the rules on cheating and recruiting and all these things. And then, you know, person I talked to last night said, you know, I I asked Tark, you know, why he did that. He goes, oh, I'm still going to do what I'm going to do. I just want it tougher on everybody else when, you know, that uh, it'll be tougher for them to cheat. But Tark, great character. Great character. The Duke uh, Leitner era, that was special. That's, you know, Leitner's one of the top five players of all time in college basketball. And why he's not in the Basketball Hall of Fame. Did we find out? No. Has he been nominated? Is he be up for it? Uh, is there something I'm missing here with Leitner not in the Basketball Hall of Fame? Well, we know people hate him from the t- title of his documentary. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I would take the Fab Five with Michigan in the early 90s. Yeah, Paul. There's a team that I wish would have won a title so they'd be remembered more, but they seem really cool. The LSU teams with Stanley Roberts, Chris Jackson, Mahmoud Abdul-Raouf, and Shaquille O'Neal, that team seemed destined to win a title. That much talent on one roster. And Shaq was considered the third best player on the right. roster because Chris Jackson averaged 30 points a game. Stanley Roberts, another seven-footer, I think was held in higher regard than Shaquille O'Neal. 
Being on that Texas Western team that beat Kentucky, now that would have been, that was historical. That was landmark making because you had the first all-black starting five for Texas Western, and then they beat Kentucky. Yes, McLovin. What about this Gonzaga team? Because the narr- every time you watch, you're like, oh my God, they all love each other. They all want to give up the ball. They're all best friends, and they could be the next undefeated champion. I, I, I'm, I know it's, cra- it's recency bias, but they seem like a team you'd want to be on. Well, if they win it all, then they're part of history. Yeah. But yeah. I still... You don't want to go to Spokane for four years, do you? Uh, I went what? to Dayton. Yeah, actually, Spokane's nice. Yeah. Um, what, why I, do you do this? Why, I don't know. Why I, do you I, do that? You I troll. You it. troll. I can't help it. Like, you make fun of them, and then you compliment them. That's because I realized <laughs> that we are, we're on in Spokane, we, uh, and we have a yeah, great audience there. We're on the Zags affiliate. Big news station for us. I just said they should be in the poll. You've been discounting, dismissing Gonzaga. No. Yes, you have. No, I, I've been dismissing this this Final Four. More because of Houston, Baylor, and uh, UCLA. I thought you said you could identify with some of the players on Gonzaga. They kind of look like you. <laughs> I never said that, but yeah, no, I, I, I like Gonzaga. But You're our Tim A. Yeah. I, I feel like I could be part of that Gonzaga. I could be a 12th man there. But you know what team I liked? Do you remember Jason Kidd's uh, California Bears? Because they cut their jerseys off. They had, <laughs> I have to be on a team that wears a t-shirt under their jersey because I'm scrawny. <laughs> That's why I would have been, I would have voted for Georgetown, actually. who they have? Lamont Murray? Lamont Murray and Jason Kidd. And I don't think they won it. And uh, Todd Bozeman? Was he the uh, head coach there? I think you're, yes, he was. Yeah, yeah, Paul. If you want to talk about cool teams that might not be remembered, there is a Georgia Tech squad with Dennis Scott, Brian Oliver, and Kenny Anderson. Kenny Anderson was a household name coming out of high school, and they didn't win it, but that was a lot of fun, that Georgia Tech team. Yeah, I was in Denver when they went to the Final Four. I, I sat and watched Dennis Scott shoot. He didn't know I was who I was or that I was watching him. I'm watching Dennis Scott shoot. I just thought he had an unbelievable shot. And he, you know, 3D, what a great nickname, 3D for Dennis Scott. He didn't play any D, but he 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 did shoot the three. But that was least lethal weapon three was the name <laughs> of that Georgia Tech team. Yes, McLove. Uh, I got a question from my dad the other day, actually. How did Gino Ariama recruit the best players to stores Connecticut every year. Like just based on locale, it doesn't seem like they could compete with the UCLA's and everything, but they have so dominant in recruiting and men for a long time too. Well, look at the best programs in college basketball. You would have Tennessee. You would have Baylor. Uh, Stanford would be an obvious one if you know, you can get into Stanford, but this is about playing for, a team you're playing for tradition. You have a Hall of Fame coach, maybe the greatest you know coach the sport has ever seen, and being part of that. You either want to be part of it or you want to go. You want to fight it. You want to compete against it. And Gino has created this unbelievable pipeline that these women want to go there to follow the other women who were there. I mean, just started with Rebecca Lobo. And then you put in Diana Taurasi, uh, Sue Bird. I mean, you go down Maya Moore. There's so many great players. Uh, Swin Cash, just so many of them. And they want to be part of that tradition. UCLA did this back in the 60s and 70s. You wanted to go to UCLA. And then if you didn't get into UCLA or they didn't recruit you, then you went someplace else. 
But it was UCLA against everybody else. And it feels it's still like that with uh, Connecticut, with the women. Yeah, well, Location-wise and weather-wise, though, it's, it, I feel like it, and the men, too, they got the top recruits forever. You know, I feel like you could outcompete stores. I'm sorry, because it's sort of tucked away in the corner. Yeah, but Notre Dame and football used to get the top players in the country. I mean, South Bend? But they did it because you were playing for tradition. You know, Michigan. Going to Syracuse basketball. I mean, these are... I don't know if I would have ever thought now, in retrospect, if you said, hey, you could have gone anywhere, I, I probably would have gone to, like, Hawaii and, you know, gone four years. And not played, but you know that's that's a grown up version of what I went through. I just wanted to go wherever, and I think these recruits. I got my choice of where I want to go. I can play in front of sixty thousand fans in Syracuse, or at least they used to be able to. Or I'm going to go to Duke, and I'm going to play for Coach K. I don't know if you sit there and go, "What's the weather like in uh, you know February in Syracuse?" Yes, Paul. I, I moved out in the 90s to uh, Tempe, Arizona area, and I was wondering to myself, why doesn't Arizona State University have the best college football team and basketball team in the country? It's paradise. The weather's great. The campus is great. I, always, I could never figure out why kids wouldn't just go to Arizona State and say, I'm not going to go to Nebraska or Oklahoma yeah. or Texas when I can go to Arizona State. Yeah. It, didn't, it doesn't work that way. I just think that that's, you know, you're going to be on national TV. You're going to be playing for championships. Those are all the things that you should want. Now, it's different with the UConn women because it's not like you go, well, if I go there, I can go to the NBA or WNBA. I mean, you, you have to wait three years at least to go to the WNBA, uh, or at least it feels like that. Uh, I don't know. Can you leave after your freshman year? Could Paige Beckers leave after her freshman year at Connecticut? I believe she can. I don't know why they'd have a different rule for the women than the men, but when's the last time a woman, like Brittany Griner didn't leave Baylor, and, and she could have. But I don't know if we've had a player who's left after their freshman year in women's basketball. And, you know, the women make most of their money, at least it felt like overseas, you know, playing in Russia. That's where you would get Diana Taurasi, some of the other women. They would finish their WNBA season, then they would go over and get paid more in Russia. But I don't think there's any rules that prohibit uh, if somebody wants to come out after their freshman year. Yes, Eden. Well, I don't know. Well, two things. I'm seeing that you have to be 22. But I don't know. Oh, okay. Um, but and I don't know that even if you didn't have to be 22, I don't know that there's the same urgency to get to the draft for women as there is the men. Yeah. There's just not the same reward at the end of it. Yeah. Yeah, Paul. The highest paid WNBA players on the court make about 221 thousand a year. There's a group of players, about seven of them. It's almost like the uh, the highest tier, 221 grand a year. But then they supplement that by playing in Europe, where they pay a lot more than that. Yeah, McLovin. Well, I wonder, too, with name, image, and likeness, will Paige, uh, will she be able to make a lot of money at UConn in two years or one year? I don't know. That's that's the big question of what is going to happen and how much money can you make? Can you get an agent? Because knowing what this state, how this state feels about women's basketball, Connecticut women's basketball, she's the face of the sport right now, and can I hire her for a car opening and I bring her in and I give her a car or I pay her $10,000. I don't know if, if they're going to cap it, like how much, and then who's monitoring all this, but that, uh, you know, that the, the uh, player likeness is that front burner stuff here. Yeah, McLevin. I would think a UConn Final Four game gets a higher rating than the WNBA Finals. 
I would think. Like, you're more visible at UConn almost than you are well, at the NBA. with ESPN. Yeah. I guess. I, I don't know. I, I, I always, I have a tradition of watching the women's Final Four. Yeah. Well, you get your chance with uh, the UConn women playing in the Final Four. I know. Can I jump on that bandwagon? Is <laughs> it too late? You can. You can. Maybe a little bit late there. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah, you know, I'm really thinking this UConn program yeah. can make something of yeah. itself. I think yeah. we want to get on the bandwagon. Keep an eye on. Yeah. That Oriama guy, I think he's going to win some games. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, just saw where Aaron Rodgers is going to be hosting Jeopardy for two weeks starting next Monday, April 5th, and continuing through uh, April 12th. All right. All right. I mean, I'll watch. I think Aaron will be really good at that. But, you know, he. it's not like he's... He's waiting to get that job. If he's really good, they're going to go, Aaron, you got the job. Now, if he did get the job, you, you, you usually spend about 50 days. This is what Alex Trebek told me. 50 days, and you would be able to film all of the, the shows the entire year. But it, it's 50 days that you work, and that would be a nice little uh, supplement to uh, Aaron Rodgers' income there. Yes, he... Yeah, he's actually almost a perfect host for that show because he's likable and has just a dash of smug <laughs> to him that mm. you're like, you know what? Yeah, I think, did he really know that answer or is he reading those? He might not actually know these answers. He's got just a touch. He does. Yeah, he'll bring a little snark because yeah. Alex Trebek had that. Mm-hmm. And, and I've been asked a couple of times, people have done articles on who should take over for Alex Trebek. And I said, you have to have that gravitas. There has to be something about when you tune in, you're seeing somebody who has presence up there and you feel like they may know those answers. Smart, but likable and having presence when you're up there is really important. But it still comes down to the game itself. Like the host is so important, but you have to have the great competitors there as well. The great contestants. Yes, he Right, that balance of being like likable without being a know-it-all yeah. at this is tough to manage for people. But yeah, Ken Jennings might be a know-it-all. You know, you sit around mm-hmm. a dinner table and then somebody says, uh, you know, hey, I, I was wondering about the WNBA. Do they have strict rules about uh, if you can be drafted early? Oh yes. Uh, by the way, um, yeah, twenty-two years of age uh, okay, uh, during Ken. the calendar year of the draft. Okay, Ken. Okay, all Ken. right. Pass the mashed potatoes. All right, stop. Ken. Well, you know how you make mashed potatoes. You know what the potato like? <laughs> it feels like those were invented. In that. Okay, Ken. <laughs> you know you can make alcohol from potatoes. So. <laughs> yes, Paul. You, you know how a lot of times on Jeopardy, the, the contestants know nothing about sports. Zero. You put up a picture of John Elway, and they're all going. They should not tell the contestants who the host is on the first episode. And the first hint should be an Aaron Rodgers related thing. Like this guy threw for 40 touchdowns for the green Bay Packers in 2018. And they put it just a picture just of him from picture. behind. Yeah. And everyone would be like, they'll well, no with idea. his helmet on throwing the ball right. and they'd be like, you know, this quarterback, and then it'll be Aaron Rodgers. Right. So, you know, all about ancient Mesopotamia, but you don't know who I am. Come on, <laughs> give me a break. Uh, Carl in Arizona. Hey, Carl, what's on your mind this morning? Dan, Danette, so good to connect with you guys. Uh, first off, Seton, I, I was pulling for you in the tournament, but uh, deal this. Had you won, it would have been as climactic as, I don't know, a Rick in Hawaii call. And the champ ate the double Caesar salad. But, Dan, I do have a question for you, and I'm going to pivot here 
just for a second. Uh, from your fandom, college basketball March has always been very special. Which of these – if you want to workshop this in as a potential poll question, 1975, you've got UCLA over Kentucky. That's the 10th title for Coach John Wooden, uh, retires two days earlier. Uh, then you've got the first ever shot clock game in 86, Louisville over Duke in the national championship. And then Keith Smart in 87, uh, hitting a shot for the Hoosiers over Syracuse. Out of those three, can you give us some perspective on that? And uh, not to step on your toes, Polly, but uh, this day in sports history, uh, MJ got assigned to Double A. So, right. well, thank, you, thank, you, thank you, Carl. Thank you, Carl. Thank you, Carl. We we got to vet these phone calls here. Anything else? Tax advice? Season's right around the corner. Marvin, we got to vet these <laughs> a little bit here. Talk about your know-it-alls. What was that all about? <laughs> Show's over. We got like a minute left. Tell Florio I don't have time. Carl has right, all Carl. these questions. He's going to reschedule, Mike. <laughs> the topic bar, Marvin puts a topic up there that they want to talk about. It said NFL schedule. So I thought, okay, I'll do that, and then we'll take a break and go into Florio talking about the NFL schedule. And then he was going to pivot on me. And then I went, okay. You didn't expect a deep dive on Keith Smart's jumper to win it for the Hoosiers? I did not. I did not. <laughs> no offense. <sighs> Carl. I know. What's happening? I know. I know. There are times when I love <laughs> taking phone calls, and there are times when I go, what am I doing? Carl, first time, last time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. No Carl's just getting destroyed. Gr- Poor guy. I'd be great at hosting Jeopardy for like one week because of my snarkiness, but they would, the fans would not like it. Yes, Tom. I'm a little jealous. I'm usually the one that takes the air out of the room and everything just comes to a complete stop, and Carl just uh, took my spot from me. Just like I did just now. Exactly. That's, that's, I was thinking, why did you open your mouth? I have no idea. You done? I, I had nothing really to offer there. I just, I just, Carl took my role, which I didn't like. Just like Ryan stealing the muck headlines. Yes. Yeah, it had been five minutes since we talked about Todd, so he had to bring it back to himself. I get a little, you know, get a little lonely <laughs> back here in the corner. You know what I'm going to do? I got to lower the curtain on no, you today. I, you no, know how I, get I, I got to. It makes ah, me very nervous. I, Todd, I have the curtain. I'm at, it raises my blood pressure. And I, I start, I, I'm going to lower the curtain on I'm you getting, right now. I'm uncomfortable. Okay. I get sweaty when you do that. Okay. There you go. I got the uh, cone of silence on Todd. Let's take a break here. Let's regroup. Let's reset. Mike Florio will join us coming up here. Loan from Pro Football Talk right after this for the Dan Patrick Show. Phil Mickelson, Xander Shoffley, John Rahm, and me. We use the Chrome Soft. Callaway Chrome Soft golf ball. That's the ball that changed the ball. Now, whether you're a pro, low handicapper, weekend warrior, you want the best performing tour ball out there. The Chrome Soft, it's for you. The original Chrome Soft, Callaway's number one selling tour ball. Let me raise this thing for Todd so he doesn't get all freaked out. Uh-oh. Don't say it's stuck. <laughs> it's stuck. Don't, don't even. I'm having flashbacks from my Milwaukee costume. Oh, I'm sorry, Todd. I can't get that raised here. Uh, but Callaway's number one ball on tour, the Chrome Soft X, the ball designed to give elite players precise shot workability, amazing green side action. And if you want to hit bombs, don't we all? The Chrome Soft XLS, the LS for low spin and uh, max distance off the tee, tour level short game spin. Chrome Soft isn't just better. It's better for everyone. Find your Chrome Soft today. CallawayGolf.com slash Chrome Soft. 
Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. What's up, everyone? It's me, three-time NFL All-Pro Sean Marion. And I have a new sports podcast called the Lights Out Podcast with Sean Marion. This podcast is special to me as I get a chance to talk to some of the best who've ever done it on the field or the track. So whether it's talking to a Super Bowl champion or a NASCAR Cup Series champion, the Lights Out Podcast will bring it to you the only way I know how to. I'm giving you the best insight from the best who've ever done it. Listen to Lights Out with Sean Merriman on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you can get your podcast. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go... You can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? Or I don't know, take over a minute to down a two-liter? Well, 
If you have, then you're going to love Pick 6. It's the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how you play it during the playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they will have more or less of a stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Also, you track your picks, play against others for a shot to win at some big cash prizes. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now. Use the promo code DPSHOW for a chance to win huge cash prizes. That's code DPSHOW. Only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. Discover the story of one of the more notorious serial killers ever, John Wayne Gacy. Devil in disguise is what it's called. New footage, new audio, new details straight from the killer's mouth. Six-part docuseries streaming exclusively on Peacock. Sign up at PeacockTV.com to stream now. Your phone calls, we'll get to those. UCLA head coach Mick Cronin will join us in a little more than an hour from now. Mike Florio from Pro Football Talk Live joining us on the program. Mike, uh, let me start with Deshaun Watson. I said from the outset, I wasn't getting into the salacious details with Deshaun Watson. I was trying to look at it from a football perspective of when he'll play, if he'll play, where he'll play. And uh, But you know, I read something that you wrote yesterday, and you were kind of looking at both of these lawyers with what they're saying and how they're framing certain things here. And I thought it would be you know really beneficial to the audience to at least understand where we are right now, and where you think we're going to be headed with Deshaun Watson. Well, Dan, two courts in a situation like this, the court of law and the court of public opinion, and a lot has been playing out in the court of public opinion. The only thing that's played out in a court of law so far, 19 lawsuits filed. And the way that it works, the civil complaint gets filed. Once service is performed, and in this case, Rusty Harden, the lawyer for Deshaun Watson, accepting actual process, that starts the clock on a response. You can file an answer to the allegations, and there will be 19 of them in this case. You can file a motion in response to the complaint. I won't be surprised if there isn't some type of an effort by Rusty Harden to challenge all of these complaints based upon the fact that they've been filed under a pseudonym. That has been one of the complaints we've seen publicly from Rusty Harden. And I'm not commenting on the accuracy of any of the allegations here. I'm talking about the legal mechanics. He could file a motion to dismiss, a motion for a more definite statement, something aimed at finding out who the individuals are who are making these claims because he's complained about that that tactic so many times in his public statements. So there could be a motion to dismiss, on that basis. At some point, though, the battle is officially joined. The court sets a trial date and it all moves forward with the discovery process, deposition testimony, people people telling their versions under oath, documents being obtained, text messages, etc. Typically takes 18 months to two years in most jurisdictions for it to resolve. So barring a settlement, and I've advocated publicly, repeatedly, the best thing for Deshaun Watson, have his reckoning, make this right, satisfy whatever concerns these individuals have and move on. Otherwise, it's going to hover over him, the Texans in the league for two years, Dan. Are the police involved? Well, 
The criminal courts are not yet involved, and this is where it gets a little confusing. There was a social media post last night from Tony Busby, who represents all 19 of the plaintiffs, suggesting that he didn't go through with his vow to submit evidence to the Houston Police Department because he's got concerns that he ran for mayor and there may be some... I, look, I, I, it's the height of cynicism to suggest that there would be 19 individuals, 19, who have concerns that the law was violated and that those concerns would not properly be processed and handled by the Houston police because somebody doesn't like Tony Busby. And if that's the case, if there's mm. any truth to that, then these 19 women should be represented by someone else. If the lawyer is going to be an impediment to them getting justice in criminal court. Now, Dan, I'll say this as it stands now, the very high bar of proof beyond a reasonable doubt that applies in criminal cases. I think it's difficult to satisfy that based upon the allegations we've seen and the evidence that seems to be out there, which comes down to one person's word against another's. But if you go forward with the civil cases, Deshaun Watson has a hell of a decision to make. If there's a possibility of prosecution and you get put under oath in the civil case, what are you going to do? You're going to invoke your right against self-incrimination under the Fifth Amendment? You're basically forfeiting the civil case if you do that. But if you talk and you get twisted in knots by an aggressive lawyer, you may give a prosecutor a roadmap for trying to put you behind bars. That's another reason why I say the best thing for him to do, find a way to get these cases resolved to the satisfaction of the individuals. Now, I'm not saying make it go away. I'm saying deal with it. Deal with it. Resolve it. Otherwise, it can lead to all sorts of problems down the road. If this was September, would Deshaun Watson be in uniform? I thought Mike was giving it great thought there. Very dramatic pause there. So we, we lost Florio. So we'll try to get him back. I want to uh, ask him one more question about Deshaun Watson and then the 17-game schedule. Because I don't know if everybody gets paid. I don't know what this means for your season ticket holder uh, as far as, you know, what you pay for. You know, there's nine home games, uh, eight home games. Is there going to be a neutral site home game? You know, it feels like there's... There's a lot left to be discussed here or kind of vetted with the 17-game schedule because I don't – I know we've been planning on this to happen, but now it's here, and then there's you know certainly a lot of questions I think people have with the 17-game schedule. I'm not as concerned about the records because the NFL basically said, you know, we don't care about the records either. We, we want more offense here and, you know – is somebody going to get you know 160 catches or 170 catches or uh, is somebody you know going to come up uh, who maybe not even in the NFL who's going to challenge Jerry Rice's numbers? I got it. I know. I don't know if anybody cares. Somebody going to throw for 100,000 yards in their career? I don't. I don't think the NFL cares. Neither do I. You know, when it comes to what these numbers are, you know, rushing for 2,000 yards. Uh, adding another game. Yeah, Paul. Do you guys think this will make it much harder for a team to have an undefeated season? Because if you're 16-0, and 0, that 17th game probably doesn't mean a thing. And they'll rest everybody. I mean, you, you're, you'll be so far ahead of the second-place team for home field advantage that the idea of a team going 17-0, and 0, is, the odds got to be very low. Well, or less. We haven't had anybody. You know, we had the the Dolphins who ran the the, the table. The Patriots ran the table until they lost to the Giants. I guess you can flirt with it a little bit. But, you know, the NFL, they want parity. They they want you never out of the mix. They want you, hey, you weren't good last year. We're going to improve your schedule this year. You know, they want you to make that jump, that somebody goes from seven wins to ten wins. 
Now that that's really important to the NFL. All right, we'll get to phone calls coming up. Uh, Fritzy trying to see if he can uh, relocate Mike Florio there. Yeah, McLevin. You know, I'm sitting on against the grain. It's been a little underhyped. Oh, oh. It's been a little underhyped. I didn't know you had an against the grain today. You didn't know about the top three, bottom three, seventeenth game ad that's been. It's we've been hyping it up all morning. Well, while we wait for Florio. Okay, here's what I got. Okay. The new system is they added a 17th game and they take uh, the basically a division in the other conference and the first place team plays first place team, second, second, third, third, third. So I'm going to give you the three best and three worst extra matchups. Okay. Yeah, stay in your car for this one, people. Okay. My best one is actually going to be, it's pretty obvious, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who came in second in the NFC South, play the Indianapolis Colts. A little Tom Brady, Carson Wentz action. That's juicy. You're intrigued. I can tell. Wait, that's the best one? That's, I think, the best one. Tell me if any of these are better. Uh, you got the Niners, Bengals, the Mac Jones, Joe Burrow Bowl. <laughs> you got the Seahawks, Steelers. Assuming Russell Wilson is there, that'd be a good game. But the number one, Dallas Cowboys, New England Patriots. Both came in third last year, and they will match up. In the extra game. Okay. I mean, that's an NFL ratings. But wait, oh, I'm getting an oh no. Uh, Cowboys, Patriots. That's, that's not, a ratings bonanza. Yeah, but not a great game. I want to watch Jacksonville week one next year. Oh, these will not be this, week one games. Oh, these will be a week 17. Or the yeah. 17th game. Their 17th game. People are talking about them. I don't think they're necessarily the last game. Here are the worst ones. Okay. I hate to do this. The Chicago Bears, Las Vegas Raiders, the Andy Dalton, Derek Carr Bowl is probably not going to get prime done. Okay. Uh, Lions, Broncos, Jared Goff versus who? <laughs> is it Drew Locke? Does it matter? No. Uh, the Giants, Dolphins, that's not going to do it. Daniel Jones, Tua. But the worst 17th game, and I'm sure this gave the NFL pause, and you'll appreciate this. The Eagles, Jets showing down the fourth place team. <laughs> Are you tuning into Eagles Jets? Jalen Hurts versus Zach Wilson. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm okay. Do you think it's coincidence that they put in this year <laughs> and they get a Patriots Cowboys game? Some people were wondering. Oh, okay. You're getting the Patriots and the Cowboys. You're inserting that in the schedule. Coincidence? I don't know if it matters who the Cowboys play. The Cowboys are always a draw. Yeah, pulling. And plus, by week 17, it's going to be Colt McCoy versus a McCown brother on whatever team you're watching because everyone's hurt. Colt just signed, I think, with the Cardinals. Yes, he? he did. Colt McCoy is oh. with the Cardinals. Oh, but, it's going to be Ben DiNucci versus right. ben uh, Jared Stidham. The Nooch. All right, let me take a break. We'll see if we can uh, corral uh, Florio. And uh, we'll come back after this in the Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. 
You know, you get those pieces, like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games, like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win, or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that, he is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win! Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER You've probably put this off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your game. Touring tires for commuting comfort. How about performance tires for sporty handling? All-terrain if you're going on and off-road adventuring. Go to TireRack.com and get started. You're not sure where to begin? I suggest the easy-to-use tire decision guide. Get a personalized tire recommendation, the right tires for how and what and where you drive. Choose from the full lineup of Pirelli tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you, or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They bring the tires to your home or office and install them on site. Go to TireRack.com Dan, see their Pirelli test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Dan. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Make sure you sign up for the DP Show newsletter. You get a recap of the show. Get some uh, inside scoops there as well. Some special offerings. Go to DanPatrick.com, and all you have to do is sign up with your email address, nothing else, and we'll send you a recap of the show every single day at 6 Eastern, 3 Pacific. Mike Florio trying to extend his airtime, and he's done a great job. So we bring Mike back on loan from Pro Football Talk Live. Uh, when I last left you, Mike, I thought I asked a really great question that made you pause, and apparently that was not the case. But if this 
if if it's September, given what Deshaun Watson is going through right now, is Deshaun Watson in uniform in September? Let me preface this by saying, Dan, that under the policies that the NFL has available to it, it can do whatever it wants. And precedent doesn't really matter. Every case is treated individually, and it's all driven by PR, personal conduct policy, commissioner exemplist. It's all about how does it make the NFL look. Most employers, vast majority, don't care what you do away from work. Think about that. All this conduct is away from the workplace, but the NFL and the NFL Players Association have agreed that these things that happen away from work can affect the way the players are viewed, the teams are viewed, the league is viewed, so discipline is available. Commissioner's exemplist, paid leave. I firmly believe that if these cases are still hovering, when September rolls around, haven't been resolved moving forward in the civil justice system that the league will strongly consider putting Deshaun Watson on paid leave. And that would be the ultimate irony here. He's wanted out of Houston so badly. That may be his only financial lifeline this year, getting $10 plus to not play while on paid leave. And that $10 is going to come in handy if he's defending what is now, Dan, according to the Houston Chronicle, 21 assault lawsuits that have been filed against him, and who knows how many more there will be. Commissioner said we're going to have fans in the stands uh, to start the season. Is that uh, kind of across uh, all platforms here, all teams, uh, all states, that they're going to be able to have a capacity? I think it's wishful thinking in some states. Obviously, Texas, Florida, you're going to have full stadiums no matter what the status of the pandemic is. That's not a political comment. That's just a fact. Other states, they may be a little more hesitant. I think what the commissioner may be trying to do here, Dan, is speak it into existence in some of these states that may be less inclined to say full attendance is permitted. we got a long way to go before we get to September. we got a lot of progress we still need to make when it comes to the pandemic. Recently, the news hasn't been good. It fluctuates as more people get vaccinated, but five months is a lifetime as far as the pandemic is concerned. There's reason for optimism, but there's still a lot more that needs to be done. And specifically, you got to convince California, New York, Massachusetts, other state and local governments that it's okay not just to have some fans present, but to have a full capacity. Your biggest concern with the 17-game schedule is I don't know that I have a concern per se, because the bottom line is the players voted for it. The league was determined to get it. They were going to get it. My biggest expectation is it's a stop over to 18. And it's just a matter of when the league makes the push for 18. Will it be when this current CBA expires? Will it be before that? One of the things about the new TV deals, Dan, the league has the ability to pull the plug on all of them seven years in, a one-time out. I fully expect the league to take that out, and that's a, a spot where you can say, we have another weekend of games for you. We want more money for that. The gambling side of it has continued to grow. We think the rights are more valuable, and I think that that – proliferation of gambling. It's about 20 states now, 22 states. It's going to get to 30, 35, 40. I think the hard ceiling is 44 because there's only 44 states now that have lotteries. But once we get more and more states, more and more money, more and more revenue, more and more football, I think 18 is, is, is inevitable. They still want 18. They just decided that 17 is the easier sell for now. Everybody get paid as far as the players go? Do you get an extra check with an extra game? I think they hashed that all out, and it was so long ago I have to go back and refresh my memory. They came up with a deal where you get an extra check at the rate you were supposed to make, although there may be a cap on that for some players. That would be unfair. I think the bottom line is you should get 
one more check at the same rate that you were already due to make for playing that extra game. And I think anything less than that would be patently unfair. Talking to Mike Florio, Pro Football Talk Live co-host. You know, this whole – these pro days – and and I know you don't you know do deep dives into these kind of things, but you know we're seeing this play out where San Francisco goes up, and we assume they're taking Mac Jones, and then Mac Jones maybe didn't perform as well as he should have yesterday, and then Justin Fields plays or performs really well here. Does does is any of this going to matter when we get to the draft in less than a month? I don't think it ultimately does. Now, the difference between this year and other years, Dan, there's no opportunity for the private workout where any concerns that a team may have could be alleviated. I remember in 2014, Teddy Bridgewater did his pro day workout without his gloves, and it was a disaster. Well, then the Vikings did a private workout with him. He put the gloves on, and they fell in love with him. And so that was that. Problem solved. We're seeing guys do multiple pro day workouts this year, so – so coaches can come and, and watch what they do, like Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch yesterday in Tuscaloosa. And I, I don't read a whole lot into anything that happens. Sims and I were talking about it earlier today. On the overthrow that drew the flashback by Kyle Shanahan to Jimmy Garoppolo missing Emmanuel Sanders in Super Bowl 54, I mean, we, we don't know if the guy ran the route too slow, if he pulled up at the end, if he wasn't going to lay out and risk injuring himself trying to catch that ball. It, it wasn't a horrible, like, missed him by 20 yards overthrow. And if anything, you'd rather overthrow than underthrow. And if he underthrows it, the guy slows down and catches it. You say, hey, he completed a pass. In a game, you throw that ball, it's possibly going to be picked off by the safety. Yeah, I know. It's We're told, reminded, don't read too much into these pro days. And then all of a sudden you start to see – some of the New York media saying, should the Jets reconsider Zach Wilson at number two and maybe Justin Fields? Just yeah, based off him. <laughs> yeah, but that Fields, that Fields throw, he's running right to left, and he's throwing the ball in the direction he's running, and he puts his entire body into that throw. The Zach Wilson throw that got everyone fired up, he's going right to left, and he sends it back the other way with a flick of the wrist. That's why... Sims has Wilson at number one on his board of quarterbacks because he sees Mahomes and Rodgers in the things Wilson can do. Effortless flick of the wrist 60 yards down the field. Yeah, it's called Mahomesian. I've, I've coined the phrase Mahomesian throws. I like that. Okay. I mean, I'll use that. You can take it. I mean, it doesn't matter. I mean, I, Thank you. I'm John I Stockton. I have to send you something every time I say it? No, 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 no. But, you know, I just, I just like John Stockton, I just, I'll throw it to you. You can be Carl Malone. But there's going to be a whole generation of kids, seriously, who, who have watched Patrick Mahomes. I mean, you know, Michael Jordan did the basketball. Patrick Mahomes is going to do the quarterback position. There's going to be, you know, 5, 10, 15 years from now, more and more guys who come into the NFL playing like Mahomes. And already here comes a guy, Zach Wilson, who can play like Mahomes. It's going to revolutionize the game when there are enough of those guys playing quarterback that that's the kind of stuff we see. Any body position, any arm angle, just these incredible throws where the ball just gets rifled down the field with a flick of the wrist. It's it's awesome. It's great for the future of the game. Well, Mahomes is doing for quarterbacks what Steph Curry is doing for shooters. And Steph Curry, to me, has had the biggest impact on the NBA in, in a long time. Even bigger from the standpoint than Jordan from that everybody thinks everybody. they can do what Steph Curry does. Nobody knew, nobody thought they could do what Jordan did. With Mahomes, these quarterbacks all think that they can do what Mahomes does or they can at least try to do that. 
um, you know, that that what I think is, you know, the impact that these two are going to have on their respective sports. That's right, because a certain percentage of the quarterbacks who try will realize they can do it. They'll practice it. They'll work on it. And then the next thing you know, you got another Patrick Mahomes and another Patrick Mahomes. And, and it, it bodes very well for the future of the sport. And, Dan, you know, five years ago, I would have said there's no way in hell they're going to expand the NFL because there aren't enough quarterbacks. I think we're getting to the point where there's enough quarterbacks. And I'm telling you, once they get to 18 games, the next way you increase inventory for gambling purposes is to increase teams. Just wait for it. It's coming, 34, 36. They're going to start talking about it. And once they start talking about it, you know they've got a plan in place to do it. Okay, but where are we expanding to? Well, I, I think that the overseas markets need to be taken seriously. Two teams in London, maybe elsewhere. Peter King suggested last night a full division of four teams that would be international. And th- there's always a market mm. or two in the U.S. You could drop a team in San Diego. You could drop a team in St. Louis, although St. Louis is currently suing the NFL for a lot of money. They'd have to mend those fences first. And I've said for years the prospect of a second team in Chicago, I and mean, they've got two baseball teams, right? Well, why couldn't you put a second NFL team in Chicago. And so I, I, I just think that the push to have more football content that's televised with in-game betting, play-by-play betting, more, 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 they'll find places to put teams. Yeah, they got to get one good team in Chicago, and then I think that you can expand <laughs> that, Mike. Uh, so it would be the expansion team. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They haven't had two good teams in New York for a decade. Well, I, you know, I mean, look at it. The, the, the Jets haven't done anything, and the Giants, since they won the Super Bowl 10 years ago, have been to the playoffs one time. So We, we it, suggested it they merge. We thought that maybe if they merged, they might be a playoff team. That, that's, but you know what? Hey, Zach, if, they, if they don't screw up this Zach Wilson thing, the Jets may finally have their Joe Namath all these years later. Thank you, Mike, as always. Thanks, Dan. Sorry about the technical issues, buddy. That's Mike Florio, Pro Football Talk Live. We're getting 18 games eventually. Now, is it going to happen overnight uh, next couple of years? No, I don't think so. But it's going to happen. This is what the the owners ask for this, from what I'm told, and they were going to do two preseason games. And then they knew the players would come back and go, well, 17. And that's where we're headed. The expansion part would be interesting. All right, final hour coming up. More phone calls and the UCLA head coach, Mick Cronin, will join us back after this. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... 
right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You could trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on.